Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. We've got a legend on the phone. He was the 50th captain for our old foe, a South African legend and World Cup winning captain with an understanding for leadership not many have. John Smith joins us as we count down the 100th test between our great two rugby nations. Good morning, John. How are you, brother? I'm good, but how are you going? I'm doing well, mate. I Thank you so much for joining us. We had... um. The great Sean Fitzpatrick speaking on, on from an All Blacks point of view, but we want to talk to you about the South African point of view. These rivalries, you've played in many, many, mate. Uh, what's your memories from them? Oh, I think it's um, yeah, it's pretty special. I think uh, for us as a, as a Springbok, you make your debut twice. You know, the first game you play for your country is pretty special and it goes by mm. a bit of a blur. But uh, then the first time you play All Blacks and face the hardcore, it's uh, it's your it's your second uh, sort of start, you know. So it's um it's just it's always it's the easiest game to be a captain of South Africa for because you know, it's needed. It's you know, it's just a there's, a there's an ultimate focus that that just comes naturally because of the occasion and and what the Test match means not just to the two nations but to yeah, in fairness, the, the rest of the world that, that that wakes up all over the world to watch these games. So, the magnanimity of this occasion is is I think felt not just between South Africa and New Zealand, but is understood by the world. Mm. Did Did you ever was there ever a different intensity or a different feeling when you were playing these All Black Tests, South Africa versus all this? I spoke about it, mate. They are just totally different beasts. You leave the game, you are tired, you are knackered. You just your body's battered. Is it a totally different feeling from from other matches, mate? It's without a doubt different, and it's it's difficult to vocalise. I suppose in a forum, in a public forum, when you're on radio or TV, because to yeah. degree, I think if either of us, both Kiwis and and and, and South Africans, try to explain why it's different, it, it, I suppose it would come across as disrespect of of any other nation that you played against, yeah. but. There is, yeah. There's just some kind of there's a different buzz about playing the All Blacks and 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 you know we were we were doing some <laughs> we had we've had hard two weeks sitting as pundits in SuperSport trying to sort of you know talk through the losses to Australia and and I sat with John de Villiers and I just said you know it's 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 is it it's a difficult change in to to sort of manage when you're playing Australia versus New Zealand in a championship mm. you know, because you know in Australia there's sort of it's not they're not they're a smart team and they're tenacious and they never go away but 
they're not scary. You know, there's nothing. There's nothing. So for a South African sort of needs to be, <laughs> you know, intimidated to get the best out of him. So yeah. it's, it's a difficult change room to get going, you know, and you just mm. never have that challenge when you play against the All Blacks. <laughs> And what about this? Um, we'll, we'll talk about this, Karen. Like they're obviously coming off a uh, you know a tough couple of weeks, but I've said many a times a wounded Springbok man. They are a, they are a scary prospect in itself. And I've known I've played I played the Springboks when they've had a tough time, and and then we go play them in Durban or in Johannesburg or wherever, wherever you know it's just going to be a total different match. Can you tell us about this lot and what you think they need to do this weekend when they play that hundredth Test match? Look, the occasions. Obviously, a massive one, and I mean, it, it doesn't really need to be the hundredth Test match between us to to make it a big Test match. You know, it's, yeah. it's not a lot of fuel you've got to put on a fire like this for both for both teams to get up for this game. I think the the challenge really is is around what they've had to endure uh, for the last two years, and and I, and I I suppose I speak on behalf of South Africa, but I think New Zealand to a degree has also probably had its own challenges around not playing Tests. You know, isolation, mm. COVID and bubbles and bio bubbles and and so, you know, I think that's the one disappointment around this test is that I think either 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 test team is in a in a in a, a magical space purely because of the circumstance mm. that the world is in. So, you know, South Africa has been stuck in hotels for the last just over three months and, and the the problem is they also know that they're only gonna get out of a hotel and back home end of November because from, from the championship they've got to go to, to, the, the, to the UK for the end of year tour so it's um, mate, it's a tough time to be a professional rugby player um, and, and so it's just, it's a pity that this big occasion of 100 test comes at a time I think there's a huge amount of fatigue mm. and, and, and alternative like ulterior influences on both camps um, that, that, that you know that'll I guess influence the kind of test match that we see Hey, John, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We've got John Smith on the line, uh, great South African and Springbok captain. If you've got any questions for him, double eight, double three, we'll put them to him. I guess this test was supposed to be played in Dunedin where the first matchup was, and it would have probably felt a bit more, uh, well, a bit more appropriate, right? But I'm, I'm curious, when you were skippering against the All Blacks, did you have to say anything, or did you ever kind of make a point about it, or did you just know that your men understood what it was different and why it was different because there was an unspoken feeling? Just kind of going off what you spoke about before. Yeah, like I said, it's without doubt the easiest game to captain from a like because you were captain, you're always worried about you know, and a great fly half for South Africa, a guy called Henry Honeyball. He was a tough bastard, and he. He didn't talk a lot, but you know he just—he was just a sort of silent assassin. And and I was a youngster when I started out in, at the Sharks, and uh, in my first season of Super Rugby, I think it was in '99, and um, and he and he just—he said to me after a game that we lost that we should have won, he just said, you know that 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 edgy edginess, that air that creeps under the change room door, wasn't there. And um, and he's right. It's sort of a—you know what it is like. Is you get into a change room and mm. sometimes a bit loose. Sometimes it's over, overly excited and there's just not enough focus on the plan and the, and the strategy. And sometimes it's too relaxed and there's too much laughter and then you've got to like get guys back into that zone. But there's just that fine balance of an edginess, an air that comes in and creeps in where it just puts people in the zone. And, and you always get that with the All Blacks. You know? and, and, and so as a captain, you don't have to do much. The one thing you've got to do is a lot of guys that are playing the, the All Blacks for the first time will ask you, you know, yeah, what's it like and you know, facing the hockey and 
and and my message to them was always simple. Yeah, if you've if you've been able to put yourself in a position to be in a Springbok team that faces the hockey, you know, you've you've got yourself into the ultimate position. You know? So that nervousness and that mm. anxiety and and the excitement is is a reward. You know, it's you know it's, enjoy the hockey. It's a special it's a special thing, and the All Blacks are a special team, and that's what makes this occasion special. So, you know, from that point of view, always easy. Um, against the All Blacks, you know, you didn't have to do too much rah-rah, sort of get the boys going. Um, it was always pretty much on, on on the number. Hey, man, I want to ask you, this is great, mate, honestly, you nailed it right on the button there with uh, it's, the captain didn't have to say anything. You knew you were up against the spring box. You knew, for me, for my position, I knew I was going to get a barrage of high balls and I had to catch it. There's nowhere to hide. So you just got to do your job. And especially... When you're playing for two of the you know, the greatest nations to play the game, you're in that position, like like Smitty said, you're in that position for a reason. You are one of the best players in the world in that position. So the only thing you've got to do is go and do your job because the guy next to you is world class and he'll do his job and everyone just focus on doing their job to the best of their ability. And I'm sure Smitty would have said that to his team as well, mate. I want to ask you about some memories, some memories and your toughest competitors you've, you've faced from the All Blacks. Do you have any... Little stories or memories from your tight battles with ABs, mate. I was, I was fortunate. Yeah, we played against some, uh, I guess, an era of All Blacks that were just, you know, good, good blokes and just amazing competitors. And but in that group, there was uh, uh, Kevin Milama, who's the same vintage as we, sort of same age. So, age group rugby <laughs> and then Super Rugby. I mean, we must have locked horns twenty, thirty, forty, fifty times whether it was Super Rugby or, or, or International Rugby. And, you know, <laughs> the beauty about Kev is that he's just the most gentlest, kindest human being, but the toughest, most incredible rugby player. And um, <laughs> I remember early on, sort of in the mid-2000s, you know, Big Bucky's, uh, you know, he, he'd make a point of just sort of welcoming the, 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 the visiting hooker in a scrum and let him know exactly where he stands and, and every time he did this to Kev, Kev would just get better and more angry and, and run harder and flip and tackle harder. So eventually I just said to Bucky, <laughs> after about 40 minutes, I said at half time, I said, Bucky, please, Kevin's okay. Leave him alone. <laughs> You're not helping. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, Kev was one of those guys, you know. He just, he just kept coming, you know. So, yeah, but I mean, there, there are a lot of memories, and, I, and I, there was that—I don't know if you remember that test in the Royal Buffer King in Rustenburg, and that we were off the back of six defeats, and we were pretty desperate, and it was an important test match, and and the, the physicality of that match was just borderline on the wrong side of of the nature of the All Black Springbok Test, and and I'll never forget Jerry Collins came to me actually during a stoppage, and he said, "Mate, I'm going to talk to my boys, to the boys." We go hard, but we don't. There's certain lines we don't cross, and both teams had sort of had crossed certain lines, and it was just this moment of 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 just re, you know resetting the clock. And, and and Jerry was spot on. And I went back and I said, "The boys, the boys, you go hard, but there's all within the rules and and, and the respect of this test match." And Jerry did the same, and and, and um, I mean that test match went right down to the last minute. But uh, I could go on all night around memories. I mean. <laughs> The, the, probably the toughest one was that one in Hamilton um, in '09, where it, I mean I, 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 my nose was broken, my body was sore. I've just I've never felt so absolutely. And 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 Plum Plum um, was the, the Sharks coach at the time, and then the next week we had to go back and play some Curry Cup, and 
I still, on the Friday at captain's practice, still felt <laughs> pain in many parts of my body. Um, and I ran onto this Curry Cup fixture a week after that <laughs> chess match, just shattered, still shattered, you know. Oh, man, I love it. I love hearing stories from you, mate. Bucky's Bortha. I was telling a story, uh, a story a while ago when I first played Bucky's Bortha. <laughs> and I was a young kid just starting my, my game, my career with the Highlanders. Anyway, I'm over the ball. I'm over the ball and I look up and Bucky's like, he's spitting at me. He's just like, he's just saying, pick the ball up, young kid. I'm going to absolutely pole at you here and bury you. <laughs> oh, mate, it was the most scariest thing I've ever uh, seen in my life. And I didn't pick it up. Obviously, I just said, okay, okay, and just ran back. Bucky's, mate, what's he up to? How is he? Mate, it's actually his birthday today. So uh, he's doing really well, man. He's, he's, he's a shrewd, smart man from a business point of view. So he's... He's into all sorts of things. He trades in a bit of game, wild game, and he does, you won't believe it, but he's a, he does a bit of art collecting and trading, and he's just a, he's a sort of a jack of all trades, but uh, he's a what? top, top, top man. Eh? Um, yeah, he, he and he's done really, really well in his transition from sport into sort of the business world. So, yeah, I mean, you, you would have thought just this brawn sort of butch man that just wants to eat people <laughs> for a laugh, but no, he's actually, he's, Keeps to himself, keeps a low profile, and just carries on with it. Spends time with his family and just gets on with business. But uh, is he, I don't know, do you play in that game where um, he hit better Jimmy Khan after a scrum? Do you remember that test match? Yeah. Yes, I did. So, <laughs> so I, my head was obviously stuck in the scrum, and I heard this long whistle. And I think it was two Dickens and the referee, but and I knew that when he says long whistle and you know, you know gold or, or green number four, then you just know that, that there's there's trouble coming. And he's talking about this and that, and I'm trying to talk the referee down. And eventually, it doesn't go yellow card, and I think Carter was lining up the kick, and we're walking back, and it was this massive screen. I can't even remember which stadium it was. And um, <laughs> and as we're walking back, I'm saying to Bucky, "Are we in trouble, young man? Have you done something, you know, naughty?" And he goes, "No, no, I promise you, all good." And as he says this, I see him headbutt Jimmy Cowan on the big screen, and he sees me watching the big screen, puts his hand on my shoulders, and he says, "Cappy." Don't worry, it's just a bad camera angle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the mate, angle so I'm not surprised he wanted to hit butt him. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Cowan, Jimmy Cowan, mate, what an absolute mouth. A mouth of the South, we used to call him, old Jimmy Cowan, the mouth of the South. Absolutely, Bucky's Bortha. Oh, what a, what a story, what a story. Hey, John, John, before we let you go, these are some fantastic stories. Our listeners are absolutely loving them on double eight, double three. Um, hey, this style, like we ask you, we'll get you out on this, this style that the, the Springboks are playing at the moment, it's been spoken about a lot. I know you guys on Supersport would have um, di- dissected it a lot. This weekend, do, do they have to do anything different if they actually want to run with a chance, or will they persist with this box-kicking kind of um, pressure style, and or, or can you see them changing it? Can you see them doing Doing something different. Okay, I, I'm, this is this is the age-old debate, and I love the fact that it always pops its head up around how <laughs> the Springboks play. And I mean, we've been playing like this for a hundred years. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's the same. It's the blueprint that just so gets tweaked here and there. But we're big. We're uh, reasonably angry at last, and we like putting pressure from a defensive point of view. And then, the majority of us actually prefer. Yeah, got the ball rather than holding the ball. Yeah, So it's sort of a DNA kind of thing. Um, change? Yeah. Absolutely. Is there always this place to innovate? And I think we've seen them do a few like um, kick 
players and, and come with something in the World Cup. We haven't seen that, obviously, in the last couple of weeks, but purely because they haven't hit it. You know, there's only so much only so much innovation you can do over a Zoom and a, and a, and a Teams call. So, um, mm. you know, I've, I've, I guess I'm more old school, but when we do what we do for the last, what we've done for the last couple of decades, um, we're a horrible team to play against. You know, we're that sort of python mm. that gets a grip, and 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 if you can't, uh, it's it's it gets a bit dark. You know, so uh, and I think that's the beauty of what makes this All Blacks is that the All Blacks uh, play in a completely different fashion, and those two styles are what make people wake up at more godly, ungodly hours of the of the day to watch these two different styles. And uh, so, I mean, we looked at South Africa, and and they actually did. They probably went wide more in, in 80 minutes against Australia last week than they've done in the last three years. And mm. um, again, they were just never in the game. They just just weren't able to get into the game. So do they need to change anything? No, mate. I, I honestly believe they just need to try and get back to doing what they're good at, just better, mm. execution better, errors less, and discipline better. You know, that's, that's the, the mm. core basis of us being able to play well and, and mitigate the sort of speed and athleticism and skill set across all 15 of, of, the, of the All Blacks. So, and, and if we all ended up playing the same way, it'll end up just being sevens. And the sevens yeah. will just dominate and, and, and we'll forget about the fact that there's different countries, different climates, different pitches, and yeah. different brands. And that's what makes rugby the best sport in the world. Yeah, love it. Yeah, nice. You absolutely nailed it, mate. Hundred percent. I I tell you, when when the Springboks are on a roll, mate, it is watch out because they are tough, tough to beat. When they get vantage line, gain line, they're back. They're just coming at you. They're throwing up box kicks. They're returning them, receiving them. I totally agree, mate. It's in their DNA. Just got to do it better and and sustain a bit more pressure on the All Blacks, and they'll go a long way to putting on an absolute performance. Thanks so much, John Smith, out of South Africa, mate. You're an absolute legend of the game. We really appreciate your time on the Baz and Izzy for breakfast. All the best and hopefully we can catch up soon, Smitty. Yeah. You guys. Good luck. Let's hope it's a fantastic occasion and uh, we'll be as you guys. Oh, I just lost John. Just lost John at the end, but got some absolute gold him. out of him, Izzy. What a great rugby man. And just a, the stories, and, and that's why he was such a good captain. You can just listen to him all day long, compelling listening. It is twenty coming up 24 minutes past 7 o'clock this morning. We're here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Back to wrap some Springboks chat and some selection chat after this with Izzy Dag. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.